The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Felus, your host. I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath and close your eyes. And I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, what if you were 10 years in the future and you were sitting maybe in the same place that you're sitting now, or maybe in a different house or a different office, wherever you're listening from. And you knew with certainty that you did everything you could think of to have the most powerful and positive impact on your teenager. What if you know now, 10 years later, that everything that you could imagine, conceive, ask yourself about, you gave it a try? No matter what the outcome of you raising your teenager or the problem that you are now facing in this present, in 2023 is, no matter what it evolved to become, you know with certainty that you have done your best, trying everything, working as much as you could on yourself, because as you know, our relationships are impacted by who we are, how we behave, what we feel, what we emote, and what we radiate on an energy level. What if you tried to cover all the angles and you did really your best? Can you connect with this feeling of inner peace that this knowing can generate for us to know that we didn't leave any stone unturned, that no matter how crazy the solution that we thought about, that the thought that 
crossed our mind was we became curious enough to go with it and try it on. That's what I am proposing for you today to explore. Because last week we talked about building resilience through our vision, picking, intentionally picking a vision that will give us more strength, more hope, more energetic potential to arrive where we would love to arrive. This week, I'm going a step further. Let's say that you use that vision on a regular basis to really be your blueprint, to determine what you're going to do with your teenager. There is another step that you can take. And this is to address the self-saboteur in you. We all have one. We all have a part of ourselves that is trying to protect us with the wrong job description. Most of the time, when we try to envision something that is not under our control fully, and like you know, in life, most things aren't, that part of ourselves is trying to protect us from being disappointed. And it will shut down any possibility of dreaming big, whether it is as a parent raising your teenager, any or in business or anything really. And it will bring us back to somehow an illusion of preparation in the case that it would not go that way, in the case that things wouldn't go right. And unfortunately, that part of ourselves, that our inner saboteur, and I don't like calling it like that because there is a very negative connotation to that. It's not that we do that against ourselves. It's ourselves trying to protect ourselves. It's a misguided helper. And that's how I usually call it, a misguided helper. Um, I came up with a story once a long time ago about that part of ourselves. I, I will, you know what? I will record it again and I, I'll tell the story on YouTube. And I'll let you know, of course, uh, if you're on my mailing list or on my YouTube uh, subscribers, you'll know right away. But we are trying to avoid pain at all costs. Unfortunately, that leads us as mothers when there is a problem with a teenager, when one of our teens is, and maybe you have one only, I'm saying one of our teens because I had several, um, is struggling with something. One of our teens is maybe behaving in self-destructive ways. One of our teens is maybe depressed. One of our teens is falling outside of what we would love to see to feel that they're safe, happy, healthy, etc. We directly go to the catastrophic scenario. We catastrophize right and left. 
And it is that illusion of preparation that is stepping in through our misguided helper to tell us, okay, be prepared. Let's say that they're failing completely and they end up um, unable to find a job, unable to have a career. Let's say they're skipping school. Or in my case, they may die from the stupid decisions that they make when they go out with their friends or because they feel invincible and smarter than anybody else, like we all think when we're teenagers. Or they may never have a social life that is fulfilling and happy because they have a tendency to be depressed. And right away, we are allocating our precious energy, our precious what-ifs to the negative side of things, which will trigger us. We're already triggered. It will trigger us even more to be stressed out, to be under fight or flight, that reaction that the body puts in place when there is a perception of a threat and we will lose a part of the impact that we could have. Just because we want to focus our energy and our, our intellect and our resources on the worst case scenario because of this illusion of protection, because of this protection of disappointment. What I'm proposing to you today is to do exactly the opposite. And it is to use the what if to serve you effortlessly. What do I mean by that? You know how most of our questions, a lot of our questions are unconscious ones. They are questions that are derived from our beliefs about life, how things are in the world, who we think our kids are, who we think we are, what we think is possible, etc., etc. What if when you catch yourself going down the path of the misguided helper, of the self-saboteur, you were able to redirect, go back to the fork in the road and go the other way to go where we practiced last week, which is the ultimate vision of if you want happy ending, because nothing is determined yet. Nothing is written in stone. So why allocate your precious energy to something that will um, hinder your impact as a parent, your positive impact? Because we always have impact, we impact each other. What if instead, if you're not in those moments, like it was the case for me when I was waking up in panic attacks in the middle of the night, I wasn't able to go to this ultimate happy ending, which is, by the way, my reality now. Of course, there is no perfection, but my kids got out of this crazy period of trying and, and putting their lives in danger potentially and being... Uh, risk takers to a point where it was potentially dangerous to them. And it was really self-destructive too, because 
they were also skipping school, etc. If you if you have listened to my podcast for a long time, you know all that with two of my kids. And when you're like that, when you are activated, when your stress center has perceived a threat, whether, whether imaginary or real, you will be deprived from some of your resources. You will have a gap between where you are, which is fear, maybe, maybe even hopelessness and, and despair, a gap that is too big to go to the top, the penthouse of the energy vibration elevator. The emotion is too low in the lower floors compared to trust, hope, elation, even maybe gratitude. You can't go to those top levels. You can stop at neutral. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could have a few sentences that help you? And next week, we're going to go into that in more details because we're going to talk about the interventionist, which is also one of our facets. I was interviewing someone yesterday and I addressed our different parts and our different facets as disco balls, as I always do. One of the facet of us, one of our archetype is the interventionist. We can embrace this one, we can activate it, we can make it alive instead of the self-saboteur, instead of the misguided helper, uh, the anti-disappointment part of ourselves, if you want to call it this way. When you catch yourself being in the presence of the misguided helper, whispering in your ear all the terrible scenarios for which you should be prepared in advance, which is an illusion and a nonsense, you catch yourself and you redirect to a fear that's going to serve you. That may seem weird, but you can cultivate a fear that I cultivate myself. It helps me immensely, especially when I'm supposed to do something that really terrifies me. Really, I don't want to do, but I know I have to, especially in business. I use the part of the fear in myself of being 10, 20, 30 years down the road towards the end of my life, even maybe longer, hopefully, and being on my bed and saying, what if I had tried every option 
And in that case of what we're talking about today, the options come in the form of thoughts. The options come in the thought of intention, intentional thought, intentional awareness, intentional focus direction. What if I had cultivated that? Would it be different? And when I talk about myself, for example, and my business, I think, would my business have turned out maybe more successfully, maybe more to a point that I love instead of having stayed, quote unquote, prepared for the worst case scenario in all stage or all adventure that I had with my business, which killed the potential that could have been if I had tried those things that may seem crazy, that may seem unrealistic, that may seem out of reach, that may seem too dreamlike for some, some people. What if? When you cultivate that question and when you close your eyes, close your eyes now and imagine yourself the same way that we did the exercise at the beginning of the, the, the episode. Imagine yourself, your teenager is already grown up. They maybe have failed and maybe it's actually one of your most worst case scenario that you spend time thinking about on a daily basis or whenever it comes up. And you know that you didn't try something because it looked insane, because it looked crazy, because you thought you were afraid to disappoint yourself because it may not seem possible. What if, what if you, have try, you had tried? And now you're 10, 15 years down the road, you see that maybe they are not as happy or not as healthy or not as fill in the blank as you would have loved to see them. And you know there is that one thing that you did not want to try because it sounded impossible, crazy, to a woo-woo, to spiritual, to Pollyanna, to maybe fairy tale, fairy tale, fairy tale. How will you feel? Cultivate that fear. Really imagine you, you haven't tried and you feel that fear in your body. First of all, where do you feel it? Become aware, if you can. How does it manifest for you? Still with your eyes closed. A horrible feeling, isn't it? Now open your eyes, shake yourself, shake your hands, shake, 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 to shake that energy from you. And realize you are now at a point of power. You are now at the fork on the road. You are now at the point where you can give instructions to your brain. 
instructions to your mind to let you become aware when you're going the wrong path, when you're going the path of being weakened by your thoughts, being losing some energy that you could allocate to the possibility, being intentional in your awareness of thought. And at the beginning, you may not catch those thoughts. You will just feel bad. And that's when you know, what am I feeling? Is it a feeling that where the energy is expanding, it's growing, it's going outward, or is it contracting because it's a thought of fear? And if it, if it is a thought of fear, you don't even have to know what the fear is. You just have to tell yourself, I'm gonna use the what if. I'm gonna thank the misguided helper and give that helper a different job description. I'm gonna tell, tell that helper to self-sabotage any way of being, talking, thinking, that could lead, lead me to that horrible feeling when I will realize that I did not try every possibility to have the most impactful, uh, positive impactful influence on my teenager. The feeling of I haven't done my best completely because I didn't try that. Tell that helper, you say, thank you for sharing and give it a different task. And like I said, we'll go deeper in the next episode, but you can already start working on the intentional direction of your mind, where attention goes, energy flows. I want to know when I try to protect myself, when I practice is that illusion of protection and you will become aware of it. I, I always say the brain is a magnificent machine. You give it a direction, it's gonna point and it's gonna show you. So befriend that self-saboteur and quote unquote, if you're listening to that audio um, on audio and start calling it a different way because what if you had a friend and you are calling them a traitor every day. Do you think that they would stay your friend? Do you think that that part of you would trust, uh, that that friend would trust you? It's the same thing with that part of you. If you feel that it's a part of you that you don't like, that you don't accept, that you want to negate, it will not play for you consciously, openly. Befriend that part of you. Thank it for trying to protect you and redirect it. Give it a different task. Give it a different job description. So that's what I wanted to talk about today because most of the time we self-sabotage the positive or most powerful impact that we can have on our teens. Even when we don't open our mouth with the way we behave, with the way we talk, with our body language, they have enough information to know if you believe in them, 
if you believe that they can get out of it, if you believe that's, that's a possibility or not. And when they feel that we believe that they can get out of it, that we believe that they have what it takes, that we believe that they're smart enough, strong enough, blah, blah, blah enough, and that's a possibility in life, it will make them stronger. And even if it's unconscious, they will feel safer to lean on us when they need to change. Let's cultivate what can help us the most effortlessly as possible. I'll see you next week, next week with another archetype. If you know a mom or two or three who are struggling, please share this podcast with them. And I want to thank you because my YouTube uh, views are growing. My YouTube subscribers are growing. I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. My podcast also is growing. I want it to grow even more. I want to thank you very much for watching and sharing and telling people and appreciating. I'm sending you much love and I'll see you next week. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.